0: This is an audio sermon recorded at Highway 71, Church of Christ, in Alma, Arkansas. We are Christians seeking to worship God in spirit and in truth. We would love for you to worship with us at 1030 on Sunday mornings at 1808 Highway 71 North in Alma, Arkansas. So unfortunately, Shay, he went to an interview and so he was unable to join me. Up here tonight, but we we'll miss him and hopefully he will be able to join us next time. As many of you know, I recently returned from a two-week spiritual retreat in Anderson, South Carolina. And while I was there I listened to approximately sixty hours of lectures on like the entire spectrum of Christian living. So it was it was quite a lot. It was it was very impactful, but one lecture impacted me above the others. It was a lecture by Megan Allman, and it was titled Beauty, the Art of Warfare, which was strange because it wasn't about warfare, but it was about the enigma that beauty is. It opened kind of a facet of Christian thinking that I haven't really pondered or considered before, and so this sparked my own study of the ties between beauty and God. Uh, Tonight, I will define what beauty is, I will show what the Bible has to say about it, and then I will show that the recognition of beauty can deepen our relationship with God. So, on to my first point. Beauty... Is a complex riddle. It is complex enough to have a field of study after it. And the field of study is aesthetics. In 2018, my family visited the Grand Canyon. And approximately 5 million people visit the Grand Canyon every year. Now, why do people travel there, often thousands of miles? And my answer would be to see this and this. Now, when we got there, and I looked over the rim for the very first time, the panorama elicited a physical reaction. It was an audible gasp. Why do pictures like these and these cause a physical reaction when we view them? It's because beauty at its core is not a subjective thing. It is something... That we are created and programmed to see and appreciate. It is, in the words of Thomas Aquinas, something that you see and you know it. Beauty is what transcends the fallen nature of this world and points to something greater, something bigger than us. It is beyond the scope of humanity. It brings joy, it elicits awe, and it brings joy, but it also brings a twinge of pain. Because it is transcendent, it always points to something beyond us, something inherently untouchable, just beyond our fingertips. And it also not only displays the good of the universe, but it also, by contrast, displays the evil that it stands starkly out against. One of my second point, what does the Bible say about beauty? Over and over in the Bible, God's beauty and His glory are mentioned. In Psalm 50, verse 2, while Asaph was talking about the power and glory of God, he says, out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shined. In, almost always it is tied with God's omnipotence and His majesty, As in Zechariah 9, verses 16 through 17, which says, On that day the Lord their God will save them, as the flock of His people, for like the jewels of a crown they shall shine in His land. For how great is His goodness, and how great is His beauty! Grain shall make the young men flourish, and the new wine the young women. God created beauty when He spoke the universe into existence, Genesis 1. But not just to give us warm and fuzzy feelings. There was a purpose behind it. There was a purpose to it, which I will get into uh, later. In Genesis one twenty seven, it says, God created man in His own image. In His own image, He created them. Male and female, He created them. And since God is perfectly beautiful, like Psalm 52, verse 2 says, He inherently imparted some of His beauty into us. Even though we are fallen and in a fallen world, we still reflect some of the beauty of God back to Him, just like the rest of His creation. My third point, recognition of beauty deepens our relationship with God. And like I mentioned earlier, beauty points to something. God intentionally created it to point us back to Him. In Psalm 19.1, it says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth His handiwork. There are few things that can draw us closer to God than studying and appreciating something He made. Taking time out of our day to appreciate the complexities of a flower or studying the beauty and vastness of outer space fully fleshes out the nature of who God is. In the words of G.K. Chesterton, the world will never starve of wonders, but it will starve of wonder. Each breath we take is an example of the awesomeness of God and the love of our Creator. We as Christians cannot truly fulfill our duties if we let ourselves starve of the wonder of our Creator. The intrepid Sherlock Holmes said it best. He said, Our highest assurance of the goodness of providence seems to me to rest in the flowers. All other things, our powers, our desires, our food, are all really necessary for our existence in the first instance. But this rose is an extra. Its smell and its color are an embellishment of life, not a condition of it. It is only goodness which gives extras. And so I say again that we have much to hope from flowers. God did not create beauty have to create beauty, but He did. It is here for us to study and enjoy and lead us back to create the Creator. It is here to remind us of who we are, children of the living God. We live in a fallen world. The splendor of these awe-inspiring vistas that I showed you before are incredible, even though we view them, as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, 12, through a glass darkly. With that in mind, it seems almost impossible to imagine what heaven is like. But still we must heed Psalms 46.10 when it says, Be still and know that I am God. Pondering the beauty and God's goodness by studying the beauty that He created around us can still our endlessly busy lives and put us back on His road and on His path. To repeat Psalm 19.1, the heaven declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth His handiwork. Each night the heavens herald the majesty of our God. We just have to be still to hear it. Thank you for listening tonight. The God of wonder and beauty has invited you to return to the perfection once known to be washed of your sins, and be reunited with Him. He sent His Son, the only bastion of true perfection to live, so that we could be saved from our fallenness. If there's something in your life that stands between you and Him, come forward as we stand and sing the invitation song.